I didn't get to rape you last night, this morning. My coochie is screaming, where's Turtle? My stomach's going, he better stay the fuck away from me. My mind's telling me no. <laughs> but my body, my body's telling me fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much, my love. Pretty much. Explain it. Side of the van. We hope that it's gonna fit because it needs to go in there. <laughs> so we have not been really good about filming this whole process. We've already laid the flooring down. Wanted to apologize again because I really didn't film much of the conversion. I just wasn't in the mood for it. I am on the last day before the big surprise. Surprised my daughter. She had no idea that I had the van. It's go time. We are officially beginning the conversion for... A cop who was retiring couldn't help but shed a few tears as his son gave him his final send-off. It was enormous pride that today, December 30th, 2019, I, his son, with badge number 328, deliver your final poll. Today you receive many thanks. The department thanks you, and I thank you for being the best role model a son can ask for. A cop who was retiring couldn't help but shed a few tears as it. We are. Today That's was nice. Cold. Mm -hmm. Now that we protect. Now that we protect turtle eggs. Can Americans with. We're arguing that your Catholic faith dictates that the. Be like you guys, I do have socks. This may come as a surprise. Yep, come out, Roger. They're in Jamaica. The tour guide. Yeah, but there's black countries that do, too. Jamaica just wanted them, you know, they, their weed and their rum keeps them real proud. Is that what? It is. I've been there. There's racism there. Not like here. I won't give them that. Attentions are distracted. Protect against freezer burn. Ziploc. Unlock life. Cast with the new rig. So it works out. 
What's going to come up behind him? A bear? Probably. Nope, that's not a, that's a beaver or something. Oh, they're jumping the River otter? River otter. Near Crater Lake. National Parks holds a treasure. What they find by Crater Lake? That's us. Strange unidentified sightings and other bizarre phenomena. We're nowhere near even scratching the surface of what truly lurks inside these parks. There is something in the deep woods. But before we get into today's video, make sure to go ahead and slap that subscribe button for mysterious and supernatural storytelling seven days a week. Let's do it. On February 14th, 2022, a 64-year-old Gail Stewart went mysteriously missing. She had simply gone for a walk near her home in Reno, Nevada, and was later on reported missing when she did not return to her home. After the authorities were contacted by family and friends, a search then ensued. Authorities, friends, and family searched the entire area of the Coughlin Ranch, Alum Creek, and Truckee River in hopes of finding some trace that Gail Stewart was ever here. But to no avail, they did not. After the group had spread out more beyond the original grid of the search, one of the members... Coffee smoke, baby. Do you want some? Go get something to eat. You haven't been by me, so your tummy should be okay. It was. I almost got a dollar breakfast sandwich. I was looking at the list. That's... <laughs> now we're back. Now I'm not. No, like that. <laughs> no, like it's that. not fun, bro. It's dude, it's a reality. It's so fucking no. hilarious. Is it? Like think about but it. I think she does that so you know that I'm actually feeling it. Cause I've had exes in the back in the past. Go. How can you still be nauseated? How can you wake up nauseated? You were just fine when we went to bed. I am fucking. I'm just part of the part of the fun. I mean, it really. You can't make this shit up. And I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm an objective uh, scientist. I got diarrhea too. I, don't I know really what don't. I'm gonna do why they're trying to do them drains in the bathroom because I have to keep running in there. That's why, like, none of this. Like, I'm not a somatic complainer. Everything about my when I complain, I don't. It's not really too much somatically. It's like I don't really make shit up. Like I just kind of can report the, the actual things that happen most of the time. I mean, you are too, but you've had so much of it that essentially everybody's basically questioning your fucking like cry wolf story. Right. That's pretty much what you're even saying. Even if I don't cry wolf, keep it to myself, I still get questioned on it, even from you. <sighs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Okay. 
Oh, I'll question my goddess. Okay, so I mean like... No, <laughs> no, no, that's not how I quite meant that. No, I know. Like, I even have my doubts at times. Yes. <laughs> but it takes five seconds. <laughs> In the exploration of doubt. To essentially retract and be like, yep, it's actually a thing. Just like... He made me feel better when he told me his mom goes through it. I think it's what you needed. Like yesterday, I needed that damn wisdom to be able to tell me that she basically gets tossed. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah. Yeah, days suck. Oh yeah, diabetes. Look at my fucking hands. You know what I mean? She basically, I went to go, I went to go give her knuckles for thanking, thanking her. Oh fuck yeah, dude. I'm about to fucking toss you right now, and then I'm gonna get extra kisses on this one. Mm -hmm. Though. That was just like, you know, because I can't like, shake hands, kiss her on the cheek, you can't do all that elbows shit. Elbows. It's all like elbows. Right? Elbows, because basically, technically, you're <laughs> touching their knuckles and that's contaminated. Man. But, she, but then. I'm going to throw up. Are I'm you sorry. serious right now? Damn it. I'm the one that did it. I know. I thought you were going to kick your own I'd ass, be, but you nope. didn't. I beat my own ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bitch. But you got over four. I showed you how you could do your pieces and still get over four. He is so cussing me in his head. Right, a little bit, a little bit. You know a little bit about it. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. But I love you. Freaking ridiculous. <sighs> so sick of being sick. I'm so sick of life being sick. So I go back, but I, I persevere and I'm unwilling to uh, give up. Because last time I gave up, it just didn't work the way I thought it would. It's the sickness of the life being sick where it's like you're sick on the physical end. My family's sick on like the fucking mental and spiritual end. Well, it seems to be... You can't argue that one. You have to choose one though because then you have to go out to like, you know, general life in the people this match come down in Subway. And I wouldn't say they're mentally, but I would say they're spiritually, uh, you know, trashed. Uh-huh. Even the best ones are essentially coming in trash and missing home. <laughs> they wisdoms and shit. They come in all like fucking like they're like having a good day for the most part, but you can tell that they're basically just existing. They're like they're like they're like remembering good old times of uh, previous little 
now it just now it just feels like they're essentially just uh, jumping around, helping out all those that they can, quote unquote. All the good guys get used. Every every good guy with a truck, especially. And I'm like, I see all this hurt. I feel all this hurt, and I don't have any answers for any of it. Like I have some, but it requires like it requires discipline. It tries a hermetic, uh, uh, like coming together to do it. It's like a it's like a fellowship. <laughs> some of these fucking uh, approaches to try and stop many of the madness that's actually causing much of the same damn uh, conversation that I'm hearing from fucking, like, Susan behind me on the fucking phone, and they're like, yeah, she's just, every time we approach her about it or try to recommend, or to try and help her, she gets just more mad. So we've just given her space till she just comes to us, I guess. And I'm like, no, it just sounds like you basically can't talk shit. You just don't really are hearing or listening to, you know, the, the needs of your child. And she or child are probably affecting, uh, but you know, uh, holding and, and shouldering so much of, like, this thing that they're all probably bringing to you front and saying, I understand that basically, you know, this is uh, how it is, but, man, it doesn't suck to fucking exist under these conditions, this weight of just what is my life right now, whatever it is. I mean, everybody pretty much has the same weights. Some people have doffed it, and they've actually turned into a... Oof, a shit. It's, it's, it's like, what? where is the balance per people who have actually, like, you know, are holding the weight appropriately, being the weight that's still there? Some people actually have completely discarded the weight, and they're kind of actually assholes a little bit. They're kind of pushy, you know what I mean, with their expectations around. As they've doffed the weight of, like, the collective that everyone's feeling. Everyone's feeling the pinch. Everyone's feeling the need. Everyone's feeling the... Help me. I need some help. The rush. Fucking. The rush. The rush. The rush hour. The fucking fast pace of rat race. To try and survive. Because everybody knows it's, you know. For the things you need, it's almost like you got a double hustle. More double hustle than before. I think we had, like, more time just to be able to, like, you know, uh, go to the theater back in the day. Now, now there's no time to go to the theater. Even the Mexicans walking faster these days. You know? Nurse reacts to footage of dad stealing diapers from hospital. Huh? Literally illegal. That's what her the Everybody response says. Steals shit from the hospital. <laughs> Even me. Yeah, but like right there, I just Even me. I just made a fucking. I'm just hoping Yahoo picks it up and just says uh, American mom reacts to. Uh, Footage of the footage. <laughs> That's actually a concept for like a channel, like a Snapchat feature. What's a flip flip? Oh my god, it's so funny. 
And that's actually what will like will be us like all the time. Didn't you just make that? You just showed me results on that. Oh, did I? Yes. Sorry. No, it's ho no. Don't be sorry. I am like studying you, and like, how did you not know that feature, honey? I think you actually exist as a fucking celestial. So if you get things like you know, if you get things off, I'm more like, hmm, hmm. But at the same I time, I really feel bad today, baby. No the worst that I've felt in a long time. Well, your peristalsis is uh, massively increased. That's what's happening uh, with making you feel, it's almost like you, you feel like your parasympathetic system is rushing through. Everything's gurgle. Your intestines are probably doing like, you know, a wave feature of my By the coffee pot. Mm -hmm. 
take the two big ones first out. Two or four at once. I know. Well, actually, could. Some days I can. I know. I know which ones you even can't. You can what you can do because you do what I do. I'm scared. They're about to come back up. Just give me one second. I'm trying to stop the rolling. Man. Get this. Hit. Get what, baby? A beloved subway busker who regales commuters with a saxophone and a band of dancing animatronic cats. Guess what happened? Arrested. Don't know yet, but it's gonna be a motherfucker. Was arrested at a midtown station as Mayor Eric Adams seeks to restore order to the transit system. The musician known as Jazz Agilo, or the Dancing is Happiness Man, <laughs> on social media, was arrested on 34th Street um, around 10.30 p.m. Thursday by six NYPD officers um, in, in New York, NYPD, yeah. yeah. Right. He's surrounded by his figurines and speakers in a rotating donation box when one of the cops suddenly grabs him to place him under arrest. Help me! Help me! The new musician cries as the cops wrestle with him and attempt to place handcuffs on his wrist. Officer, why are you arresting me? He's heard shouting. What are you wrong? I'm a musician. I've got four autistic children. <laughs> Interesting quote, but go for it. The saxophonist repeatedly screams for help as he wrestles with cops while they work to arrest him. No interaction. They just walked up and grabbed him. So, okay, this is what I'm hearing. The officers are heard telling him to stop resisting, but the conversation they were having before the arrest isn't audible in the clip. The uh, busker... So they did talk to him ahead of time. Maybe. Yeah, they just said it, but you can't hear it in the clip. You can't hear what they said to him before they did walk up and uh, talk to okay, him. Okay, he does say it, yes. As I'm just like, okay. Honey, them little details are important. Because they try and make it, they right, try and make you slip it to just to make it, it exactly. Because they have to tell the They're truth, but they don't slide it. Sound like they just the cops just exactly. walked up, grabbed him, and started arresting him. But then they slip and give you a hint. Can't hear the conversation yeah. ahead of time. Okay, well that right there tells me that they gave him some kind. Here's of the chance. Here, here's the chance. The busker later posted the video to his YouTube page and said he was arrested and given four tickets for performing in the same spot he's ba he's used on and off for the last five years. Yep. The police always sees me, see me there every time, and they always cheer me me on, the musician wrote. My wrist is injured from the tight handcuffs. I'm emotionally depressed, and my body hurts. Once he was released and allowed to reclaim his property, the busker says saxophone was damaged and his dancers, the animatronics, were left broken and incomplete. 
four pink tickets to top it all off after overnight in the cell for all the struggling subway street musician trying to take care of his family and the commu community musically. Performing is allowed according to MTA regulations, but there are a number of code of conduct rules that buskers must allow, such as keeping the volume under a certain decibel and not setting up too That's close true. to the That booth. was even true back in the 80s in New York, by the way. That's when it happened, actually, is in the 80s, because there was one guy that kept walking around with a boom box, and he'd go in front of the restaurants with the tables outside, and it'd be so fucking loud, nobody could hear themselves talk. He's getting all the attention, and he's making money, but he's fucking up everybody else's world around him. That's when them started, and then the next thing they did, it was made it illegal, except for in certain parks and places where you could busk or panhandle. You couldn't do it any longer down there right in the middle of the businessmen and stuff. Do you know what I mean? I can't remember all the streets and names and stuff, baby, but they actually, that started in the 80s. That is true. You can't have it above a certain level. You would even get in trouble at some of them places for as loud as your voice goes. Fuck the music. That's another thing that they made sure of because all them people that stood out there, the world is ending. All the Christian freaks and shit screaming at the top of their lungs. So they even took care of that. Now you gotta have a permit and be in one of three squares to do it. Well, that's what it was. It's probably changed. But you know what I'm saying, baby. New York and California and Florida had the most homeless for fucking years. They started taking, making laws on that shit back in the 80s because so many hippies in California and Florida New York I'm not sure but just maybe all the homeless because there is so much homeless people don't realize the east coast is our first coast and is way more overpopulated than the west coast families won't leave there they've been there since the Mayflower anyways wait uh you got one position that his little cats or something like that, which is so, it's like, I just they don't, did, I wish I knew more context. No, what I mean is, I wish I had more context because all these little, like, you know, uh, dancing cats said. a new feature. Because what they're saying is he impeded traffic. And then he was, he was, he was, he was, oh, you impede traffic to their uh, rules. Pretty much. Well, it's just like the officers were not heavy handed. They were patient. He was heavy handed in ignoring them. And then he became loud and disruptive to draw attention that something was wrong. Those officers took the right action. And then they said that. Uh, I have to go with the officers this time. He's received tickets for being there before. They say that they were talking to him ahead of time and they're probably telling him about them tickets. I'm going with the cops this time, actually. Right. No more smoking, no more doing drugs, no more sleeping, no more doing barbecues on the subway system, no more just doing whatever you want, says the new subway safety plan person. <laughs> There ain't no way no. he's gonna. These days are over. That. Swipe your metro card, ride the system, get off at your destination. That's what the administration is saying. <laughs> They're not gonna get there. There's too many tunnels down there, too many homeless living in them. Some of them never mm. even come up to the top, Tyler. Look, 
You know me. I'm not scared of much, right? <sighs> Said snakes. Okay, fair. Dogs. I'm telling you, I felt like a snake was following me in them tunnels. The one time that I actually went down in them tunnels. Really? You had a fucking uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Honey, what's that? Let me let me what's explain. Basilisks. To you. I knew I was going to them tunnels ahead of time. I took three bars, drunk half a fifth of I don't remember. Ronnie was drinking it and his cousin, so I joined him, and I smoked my ass off before we even went to the tunnel. I had so many weapons on me, I could barely walk. That was the most terrifying. That was more terrifying than almost dying. I know that don't make sense, but. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> I've, I've done the almost dead feature. So I'm like, oh, that, that feeling, okay. Walking through there, and I'm not going to lie, we didn't even get a quarter into the tunnels and I had Betsy in my fucking hand just to make me feel better. I had Betsy in one hand and a flashlight in the other. Ronnie would kept trying to hold my arm and stuff and finally I turned around and put the gun right in his face and told him, you fucking block me one more time, touch me one more time and I'll shoot you. His fucking cousin started laughing, but by the time I did that, we were far into the tunnels and my nerves were shot. Ronnie quit touching me. I knew he was scared. I knew he was just going for comfort, which is why I took it for so long, but my fucking nerves are to the point. <laughs> It was worse than that. He was behind me. I'm in the lead to protect the men. Mm -hmm. And he kept reaching up and when he, he would be pulling my fucking hair, my hair was down past my knees back then, baby. I had it in a braid, two braids that day, two French braids down. And that thing he had on his wrist kept pulling my fucking hair and shit. <sighs> he kept grabbing the back of my pants and if I hadn't had Betsy in my hand, he would have been grabbing my gun. He was just being, and I don't know how to explain this because you can't see him, but I could feel him. I could feel him watching me from the other tunnels and shit we were passing. We came up to one tunnel and I stopped three feet before we even got to it. And Ronnie said, what's wrong? I said, I don't know what's in that tunnel, but whatever it is will kill us. And we're going to cross. And he said, what? And I said, we're not going in by that tunnel. And he said, but I don't want... Because there's water and sewage. I said, I don't give a fuck. I am not going on this side by that tunnel. And he looked at me. He goes, what are you feeling? And his cousin said, fuck it. She's never wrong, you said. So let's cross. Here, you want me to carry you, baby? So we crossed, we walked down. I told him, I said, just walk straight by it as fast as you can. Don't shine your light over there, nothing. Just keep going. Whatever that is, if it thinks we don't know it's there, it'll leave us alone. 
So we start going down. We get right even with that fucking tunnel, Tyler. And my stupid ass man, Ronnie, flashes the flashlight over into the tunnel. Three. What I can only describe as wild men are standing at the edge of that tunnel with like spikes on the end of boards and shit. I don't even know how to, they weren't like even real weapons. They were homemade weapons that these men had made. And no fucking lie, there was like three dead bodies behind them. They kill you, rob you, leave your body. That's how they got their shit. And then they went further down into the tunnels. They never came up. Them were the ones that never came up. I started shooting. As soon as he flashed that light, they started to charge us. I pistol whipped Ronnie that day. I'm not even going to lie. He shut the fuck up and did everything else he was told the rest of the time. <sighs> His cousin pistol whipped him first, to be fair. Not really pistol whipped him, but hit him first. Is that supposed to fucking hurt? Bam! I said, I know that fucking did. He's laying on the ground. His cousin looks at me. His eyes are real big. He kind of looked at me and smiled. He goes, damn, cat. Well, I was like... We're not fucking playing around down here. Y'all's the one that asked me to do this with y'all. I'm telling you the fucking dangers. You promised you would listen to me. And I just had to shoot three people. I said, grant you, they're not going to die. I made sure of that. I shot them in their legs. But I had to shoot three people. Because he didn't listen and shined a flashlight. Just to see if I was right. If he hadn't shined that flashlight, they would have left us alone. Because we would have heard him coming across the water. They would have just stood there waiting for the next ones. I already knew about all that shit down the tunnels. I went and made sure I found out what to look for. what to, Because I'd never been down in them tunnels. And the person that did tell me wouldn't go down the tunnels with me. That's how fucking bad I knew it was. And told me I was an idiot for doing it in the first place. This is a biker. I said, well, I already promised. He was like, you really going to take... Okay. I'm not even going to give you backup. If you're that dumb, go for it. But I ain't losing anybody. Wouldn't even give me backup to go down to the tunnels. Which is why it went, baby. Honestly, I started to rethink it when he was like, mm -mm. and then when he uh, wouldn't even give me backup because he was scared he'd lose it, I was, pissed me off to the point that I was like, okay, motherfucker, I'll show you. Is there anything down there you need retrieved? He's like, actually, there is. He gave me a map. I couldn't get to it, though. Actually, I did. I went. I was going to. After I was done with Ronnie and them, I almost did. 
but I ran into some more of them crazy people. I just turned around and went back. I did not want no more of that shit. I was like, nope, I went down, I got their shit, that's good enough. I don't need to go get his shit just to prove it. Lord. Hold on, what? Just to prove that I could do it. Actually does make me feel better. Barely me. <sighs> what did they take of Ronnie's? And why were they even going in there in the first place? And why can't they just basically just go to, you know, any other uh, speakeasy and actually Ronnie not speakeasy? Ronnie and his cousin both were from Albany, New York. Well, actually, that's where Ronnie and his...
His cousin grew up in Albany, and Ronnie grew up in Albany, New York, and Tulsa, Oklahoma, going back and forth. I think they live somewhere else. No, I think they always lived in New York, and then Ronnie and Marie got divorced, and Ronnie Sr., and he moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Anyway, uh, they'd grown up. And more than once, they went to go in the tunnels, but they were pussies. They were too scared to. Just like they were too scared to follow that girl into the alley that was getting pulled in. They always wanted to do things, but were too scared. And here, I'll explain the whole relationship. Here's how Ronnie introduced me to his cousin the first time when I was there. Hey. This is Hellcat, the badass bitch I've been dating in Oklahoma that I told you about. Yeah, that's how I basically introduce you <laughs> all the time. That's more hero worship to me than actual love. I looked at him right then and went, oh my god, is, did he just date me all them summers because I was the baddest bitch mm. there? But wait, no, that's why I dated him because the first summer he didn't even know who the fuck I was. But I guess he mm, after he found out, he kind of got a big head about it. Okay. I, hey, I took that into account. I watched that shit. No, Ronnie and his cousin used me to do a lot of things they didn't have the balls to do by themselves, like go to vampire bars and down into the tunnels and certain places in New York City that they were too scared to even go eat in because of the area. Okay, I'd probably use you for that. But I don't know if I'd be going down no tunnels. Oh, like that. To, like I did in Pullman, Washington, but not in New York. Actually, where they wanted to go once we got there and everything, baby, it was oh. really fucking cool as hell. It was one of them substations underneath the city for the subways that, like, the original, like, almost trolley car. It was cool as hell. The whole thing had been shut and locked down and preserved is like a big ass fucking museum in there. The homeless even respect it and don't fuck it up. It's like a time capsule. Hmm. Well, it wasn't fucked up in the 80s when I went. It was beautiful. One of the most eerily beautiful. Th I felt like I'd been transported to the early 1900s. It was fucking fabulous. I ain't even gonna lie about it. I loved it. Experiencing uh, the bank of uh, the trolls of Harry Potter or whatever. Gringrots or whatever. You walk in, you're like, whoa. You were like a time traveler. The time traveler, as I was called. I don't know about that. Bro, you had that same experience, like even in the movies, where it walks into almost like this dusty old, like, you know, it has like this American icon of like NASA or something like that on this, like a spaceship replica that just happens to be in the subway as well. It's like, what the cool? Where is this feature? Not many get to see it. And you have that in your, like, your personal 
memory logs. And that's incredible. Fucking personal memory logs. I love you. This is not just like you fucking just having, like, telling the stories about the people. You know what I mean? Like, Dell does that a lot. He tells the story about the people. And then he gets to tell his story about, like, you know, the wildebeest in the brush or whatever. With razor wire grass and all this other shit. You know I mean? That's pretty cool, I guess. But yours is, like, real American fucking... This is this is the raw streets of uh, this land and what, what it's well, turned honey, into. I... That's one thing your family does have right about me. I did come from the streets, my love. I can feel the transition coming. I don't uh, like it. Yep, it is 10 away.
Go ahead, honey. Give me a kiss. Right. I love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you.